are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So the creation was the spirit man and not the body. He made the body, but he created the spirit with his breath. He breathed it into him. The spirit of God that is in you came from the spirit of God. So we're capable of believing God's word and acting on the word of God. That's what we're saying. Man has created the image of God in his likeness. He's capable of operating on this level of faith where the faith that comes from the word of God can change things. Now, Paul said the things which are not seen are eternal. In other words, eternal forces to change the things that are seen. Now, you know, sometimes I don't understand you ladies. My wife will say, honey, I'm going to go get a permanent. I said, well, you got one last month. Well, yeah, but I'm going to get another. I said, well, there wasn't anything permanent about it. It was temporary. (laughs) She went to get a temporary permanent. (laughs) Go with me back to 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, verse 27 and 28. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and base things of the world. And things which are despised has God chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are. Now, I want to read that again. God has chosen things that are not. Now, allow me to add one word to amplify it. God has chosen things that are not manifest to bring to naught things that are manifest. We're in 1 Corinthians, the first chapter, verse 27 and 28. Verse 28 now. Things that are not manifest. What things are we talking about here? He's talking about faith, the force of faith, the thing that you can't see. He said the worlds were framed by something that you couldn't see. It was the faith of God that was released. When God stood there in the beginning of time and looked out and said, Light be, all he saw was darkness. But because he spoke the light, came into existence. Now man is capable of operating in this kind of faith. But we're not talking about creating worlds. We're talking about bringing the one that we live in under control. See, Adam had the commission from God to subdue the earth and have dominion over. Now, that's the way he was going to do it, the same way that God did it, is by using his faith and faith-filled words. Now, because of sin came, and after three chapters, he got it all messed up. But you see, God intended for man to operate in the same faith that God was operating in. So Paul says that God has chosen the method of things that are not manifest to bring to naught things that are. Now, do you realize what naught means? It means zero. Zero. You take the force of faith, which you can't see, you speak it based on the authority of the Word of God, and bring to naught the problem that you do see. You bring it down. In fact, Paul in the fourth chapter of Romans talks about God calling things that are not as though they were. And that's what faith does. Faith calls things that are not as though they were. Now, don't get it mixed up with calling things that are as though they're not. We may talk about that in one of the other services. There's a great difference. You see, in one, you're denying what exists. The other, you're calling something in place of it. 
And sometimes people get confused on the issue and they go to denying what exists. We don't deny what exists, we just call something else in its place. Sometimes people say, well, you're just ignoring the problem. No, we're doing something about the problem. We're doing what God's Word said to do about it. All right, back to the 11th chapter of Hebrews. Let's take a look now at what verse 3 says. Through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. In other words, they're not apparent to the eye. Then we come down to verse 6. Without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You can't please God without faith. You can't be born again without faith. Faith is important because all of the Word of God works through faith. How many of you know that? We have a better covenant than they had under the old covenant. You know why? Because it's established on better promises. And then the Bible says that Jesus is the guarantee that it'll work. Jesus is the only man that ever wrote out a will, made out his will, died to put it into effect, then arose from the dead to make sure that it's carried out just like he said. <laughs> Glory be to God. And this is what the promises of God are. God has said yes to the promises of God. See, all the promises of God, Paul said, are yes and amen. God's already said yes to it. So when we're talking about using the faith to possess the promises of God, then that has to be something that God wants us to have because he's already given it to us, belongs to us. You mix faith with the word of God. But now, somebody said, well, how do you get the word of God or faith in your heart? See, faith won't work in the head. How many of you know that? Mental assent is not faith. Somebody said, well, I know it's in the Bible and I believe the Bible's true, so I guess I believe it. No, that's mental assent. See, you can mentally assent to something and not really believe or have it in your heart. You can know that it's true but not have it inside you. And that's where a lot of people stand. They try to work faith out of the head. Some people say, because I believe that Jesus was the Son of God, I guess I'm born again. No, you could believe that in your head. That's mental assent. You see, faith demands action. Faith is an action word. Faith is the action of one that's fully persuaded. Fully persuaded. If you're fully persuaded Jesus is Son of God, you'll confess Him as Lord. <laughs> and you'll change some things. You see, you'll make a decision in life. We have to make some decision. So let's talk about this faith in the heart for just a minute. Faith is a seed. That seed comes from the Word of God. Now we've read in Genesis where it says the seed is in itself. Now, for every promise in the Word of God, every promise there, the Apostle Paul says that God said yes to it. Second Corinthians, the first chapter. He said he's already said yes to it. So it's not God keeping us from it, but faith is the substance of those things that we desire or those promises we desire. Now, where is the faith? Where is that seed of faith that will produce that thing in my life? Genesis chapter 1 says the seed is in itself. 
The seed is in the promise itself. So you go to the Word of God and see what God promised. If he says, give and it shall be given unto you, then that's a promise of God. Where is the faith to obtain the promise? In the promise itself. How does the faith get inside you? By hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Now you take an individual that says, well, I gave, but it's just gone. I'll never see that again. You're exactly right. See, the faith is in the seed itself. So how do you get that seed planted and how do you get it inside you? Go with me to Luke, the 17th chapter. Jesus always took natural things and explained spiritual principles. How many of you know that? I think one of the common problems in the body of Christ today and religious organizations anyway is that they tend to totally separate the spiritual from the natural. Jesus never did do that. He always reached out here one hand, grabbed the natural, and he reached out the other hand, grabbed the spiritual, and said, now I'm going to show you how the spiritual works by the natural things. Now listen to what he said here in the 17th chapter of Luke, verse 5. The apostles said unto the Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto the sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Now the Greek says it would obey you. It's a stronger word. It would obey you. And it says if you had faith as a seed, you would say. So it's a stronger word. Now listen to what Jesus, how he answered them. They said, Lord, give us more faith. Jesus said, fellas, you don't need more faith. What you need to do is learn to use your faith like a seed. You don't have to have an acorn as big as a barn to grow an oak tree. You understand what I'm saying? You can take a little bitty acorn about the size of my finger and it will grow a huge oak tree. Jesus said what you need to do is learn to use your faith like a seed. See, forget the word mustard. I think we got so involved with the word mustard we missed the whole point altogether. If he'd been in England, Arkansas, he'd have said, if you had faith as a cotton seed. See, I know something about cotton seed. I don't know much about mustard seed. <laughs> so if you had faith as a seed, you would say to the sycamine tree. Somebody said, you're not going to catch me talking to no tree. You're not going to catch me talking to the mountain. No, and you're not going to see no mountains or trees moving out of your way either. But that same person that says, you ain't going to catch me talking to things, they go out and talk to their car every morning. You crazy thing, every time I'm late for work, that's the way you do. You won't start. And I know why you're laughing. Some of you have done it. <laughs> so if you had faith as a seed, you would say to the sycamine tree, to the problem area, be removed, be cast in the sea, shall not doubt in his heart. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week, we have a CD offer. It's CD offer number 7113. CD offer number 7113, Faith as a Seed, a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. Now, it will be the same which these broadcasts came from, and I believe it'll be a blessing to you because... 
So many times people don't realize what it means to have faith as a seed. You know, in Luke the 8th chapter, when the disciples woke Jesus up in the storm and said, Carest thou not that we perish? And Jesus arose and he rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased. And it says, There was a great calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? In other words, he's saying, Why didn't y'all do it? Why did you have to wake me up to get this job done? So their faith was in their mouth. That's where their faith was. They believed they were going to drown, and all of them were going to die. But Jesus had just said, We're going to the other side of the lake. And they cast out the words of Jesus and receive what it seemed to be. Now, what does it mean to have faith as a seed? Faith that you will plant. Now, a seed, a single seed, is good for nothing but to plant. You can't take a wheat seed and make biscuits out of it. There's not enough. But if you're smart enough to plant it, it will produce after its kind. And you don't have to have a lot of faith to begin with. You just have to be willing to plant what you have by saying. That's CD offer number 7113. Faith as a seed. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. A total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.